Welcome to Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their great ideas in our guest blog, found on shareyourstories.online. Our guest is Katina Horton, who's a coach, a speaker, and podcast host with a focus on power, soul, and identity. We're going to discuss how self-care leads to becoming your own cheerleader. And Katina joins us from the Chicagoland area in Illinois. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Listen, I like to start our conversation by talking about this fantastic bucket list that you have uh, in your background there. I absolutely love that it says read a book, watch the sunset, visit with friends. So we're all about empowerment. You're all about helping folks find their identity and get comfortable with who they are. So are these yes. some of the things that you would suggest to folks who may be looking for ways to tap into their own energy? You know what? These are like, I guess I would say when I think about even when it comes to uh, affirmations, I would say affirmations along with these, these, that's all like, I would consider the cherry on top of a Sunday. You know how you have the scoops yeah. of ice cream, yeah. you got the bananas, you know, split on the side, you get the sprinkles and the nuts. And it, I would consider it the cherry on top. So like once you've gone through uh, your entire specialized journey from going from healing to wholeness, affirmations and doing these types of things are like the cherry on top of everything else you got going on, if that makes sense. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be kind of a disconnect there. You know, it sort of keeps you connected with who you are, right? When we start exactly. to do these, these few extra things. Now, yes. tell me, you have a master's degree in information technology, and yes. I know that you help folks uh, with, you know, branding and things like that as well. But how did you get into picking the niche of helping people focus on their own power, their soul and identity? It's kind of an interesting story to that niche, uh, both from God's calling on my life and then from my own experience of being in a 20 year uh, marriage that was toxic. And then along with that, uh, encountering a lot of people, whether it was business relationships or jobs I worked on where people were uh, toxic and, and or it could have been friendships. Mm -hmm. And so like all of that experience is like in God's call on my life. I said, OK, <laughs> this is what I am called to do. And then when I thought about analyze my name even and uh, I said that that was like confirmation of where I'm supposed to be because my name means Katina means purity and clean. You see what I'm saying? Oh, wonderful. So, yes, yes. It made me kind of think about uh, Nehemiah in the Bible when his his name meant, means Jehovah comforts. So and the people were in a state of being afflicted and troubled. Well, you know, what, what I think is really interesting, Katina, is I'm sure that you find this as well. Now that we've all been through this sort of global situation where everyone's feeling a little disconnected, we're all yes. feeling a little out of touch, we're, you know, our, the basic needs in life have been kind of challenged, you know, with all of these mm -hmm. restrictions that we've had as a society that's been put on each individual. I don't know about you, but I found the folks in my network are really struggling with trying to re-tap into not only their creative energy, but who they are as people. So when folks connect with you, give, give our viewing and listening audience an idea of how you will help folks sort of re-tap into that, their, their identity and who they are and 
how they can kind of change a negative into a positive. Sure. So it kind of goes back to that Sunday that we talked about. Most people start with just doing the things that's back here behind me, yep. along with the affirmations, right? Mm -hmm. And all of that is good and it's it's healing uh, to your soul. However, if they haven't uh, done the uh, work of healing, that gone down that journey from healing mm -hmm. to wholeness, mm -hmm. then what happens is that there's going to be a disconnect. Mm -hmm. If they have, as far as it, you know, these words are still going to bring life to their soul, but they're going to be even more meaningful because right. if you're saying something and you're not really believing it yourself, you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. something's off. Yep. So what most people do, we usually do things what I call our way. Mm -hmm. And our way is when you open up rejection with affirmations and yielding. Okay. But that yielding is just to pain and you don't know where to put it. Right. But I look at it when you do things his way healing and in this order as well healing identity self-worth with affirmations and yielding and that yielding is yielding to uh to the holy spirit and partner up in god and your specialized healing journey you know what i'm saying and how yep. he wants you to go on that plan for wholeness then that's how it's you're able to uh take on and make an effect in your life and have an impact and so what happens with uh, my coaching methodology is called freedomology. So you install two operating systems, just like when you have a computer, <laughs> right? As a computer technician, you're sitting down installing two operating systems where you are a computer technician. Right. So you are installing the his way operating system, as I just spelled out what that means in order. Mm -hmm. And then you're also installing uh, the love and freedom operating system. And that means that you realize in relationships, there's got to be love. And there's got to be freedom there. If you're operating under anything else, then you're not, you know, in a healthy situation. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Most yep. men, they, well, I won't say most men, it's a lot of men who are toxic and they uh, function off of the equation, what I call like P plus C. Okay. And then you got minus P plus C is in parentheses. You got minus, then you got L plus F in the parentheses, right? And then you got equals A. So that P plus C is power and control mm -hmm. for the equation minus the L plus F is love and freedom. Mm -hmm. And that's equal abuse. And so most women are operating on L minus F equals C. And that's love minus freedom equal control. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is I find that um, we need to cut ourselves some slack, you know, because nobody's perfect. Exactly. And so sometimes we feel that, you know, everything that we do has to follow a particular order. And I know that everything that we do in business, you know, successful business people will always say, you follow a process, you know, for sales, if you follow a process, then, you know, if you start at the beginning, at the end, you'll be able to close the sale. And right. so very much like life, we try to follow a process. And when you deal with another human being, they might not have the same manual as you. And that so, is so true. Isn't that they true? They may not have the same manual as you. That is so true. Yeah. Yes. Because it makes me think about even with my freedomology uh, coaching methodology, there is a process, there's a cycle that I right. help women to see they're going through. And it, it involves going back to the beginning. Yeah. And, and you see so what process, I'm saying? Yeah. Process is really important. And I think that we gravitate to process because it makes us feel comfortable. It gives it does. us, right? It gives us mm -hmm. a sense of uh, purpose. It gives us maybe a sense of control and maybe even a true. sense that, okay, 
Um, you know, if I'm okay, you're okay. I, I'm going to follow this process. I, I'm going to start at the beginning and, you know, mm -hmm. there'll be some bumps in the road along the way, but the exactly. end result will be, I'll feel, I'll be my own cheerleader. I'll yes. be, I'll feel more well, you know, my right. contribution then to my friends and family and community will be significantly different. Yes. So when folks are, find themselves in this place of disconnect, I call it, uh, and I think that we can all relate. I mean, I, I don't know anyone in my business or social circle that at some point in time has not thought, you know, I, it's just not happening. I'm feeling really out of sorts. You know, things are yes. not working the way that they normally work and I'm feeling mm -hmm. really uncomfortable. Right. So what would be one of the tips that you could provide that would could get someone sort of on the road to at least feeling that they have some sort of control? Give them a process, the beginning of the process that may help them to at least feel a little bit more comfortable throughout the day. You know, some folks say meditate, you know, right. other folks say use a positive aff affirmation. What are some of right. the things that you might suggest? Now, when it comes to different things you can do throughout the day, and if you're just feeling just totally disconnected in general, I would say that you're probably not having enough stillness time. Ah, you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. most of us, uh, like I said, I have a 5L cycle to help us to understand why it is that we keep getting in toxic relationships, mm -hmm. along with not just toxic relationships, but the reason why any of our relationships don't work, the 5L cycle works for. Right. But then there's a 6S cycle that I have under Freedomology. That's, uh, it's a, called a 6S. Uh, I have a 6S control cycle, which is what we normally follow. And then there's a 6S surrender cycle. So with the 6S control cycle, what happens is there's a certain state that you're in. Mm -hmm. And that state is usually out of control, right? Mm -hmm. And then you go from that state to striving. You're on a hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So according mm -hmm. to whatever your love attachment style is combined with your personality, you know, that's going to determine how you're going to be on the hamster wheel as far as trying to get approval from other people, you know, uh, let the world know you're enough, so to speak. So mm -hmm. you're just constantly striving on this hamster wheel, but you're not going anywhere. And so usually what happens is after you go through the striving, then you go through a period of sadness. And then instead of that sadness, when you're in that sadness mode, you're in a state of languishing. And so instead of that turning over to uh, the stillness moment, what ends up happening is most people go to, and especially with women, when we're in relationships, like I said, this can be any kind of relationship, you go into solution mode. Right. Fix we it. We have to fix it. Mode. You got to fix it. Right. Yeah. And then we go and set the stage for whatever solution we've come up with. And then it leads to the next S, the sixth S, which is sailing. The person takes off. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because yep. you're still trying to run after them. But what needs to happen is when we start back on the sixth S surrender cycle is when you're starting with that state, which the state is out of control. You in, you go into the plate of place of striving, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going from that striving to that sadness mode where you're languishing, Okay. What needs to happen after the sadness stage is that you go into a point of stillness, which I had to do this myself when I was in that 20 year marriage. Everything just came to a head. Right. And I had to get to a place of stillness. And in that stillness, I like to call it a be still and no moment with God. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so when you get to that stillness moment, that's when you can get clarity. 
uh -huh. because a lot of times what happened, we run around like energizing bunnies. And then we're wondering, why am I feeling like this? I feel so disconnected. I don't know what to do. And it's because we have not had enough time to be still and to even get any kind of revelation because we are moving. Right. And so once you're in that area of stillness, you know, long enough and trying to listen, you're able to be able to listen to your mind, body and soul and what it's telling you mm -hmm. and to get revelation during that mode. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You partner up with God and then it's taking you to the next part of that six uh, S surrender cycle, which is self-awareness. You can't gain gain self-awareness if you still unenergetic. Right. right. So, so stillness gets you to self-awareness of what's really going on, both with you, the other person, and then the relationship as a whole. You see what I'm saying? And then that self-awareness leads you to surrendering. Surrendering your out, you know what I'm saying? You're surrendering the outcome of that relationship to God, and you're surrendering um your expectations, disappointments, and what you think, you know what I'm saying? What mm -hmm. you really wanted to be. And also you're surrendering the striving. You're like, I'm not going to strive anymore. Right. You see what I'm saying? Love and freedom. We're not controlling people. So do you think that this philosophy or this process also applies? Because obviously I can see, I can connect the dots in our business, in our personal life, because, right. you know, we all feel like the Energizer Bunny, I think sometimes, you know, running oh, from one place word, to another. Yes. So, but I also feel that this translates into our professional life, into our business life, because quite yes. often when we're in business, there's so many things that are happening in the course of the day. And lots of us have had to recalibrate. I call it recalibrate your GPS, you know, we, yes. because we've had so many things happening in the last few years that we're having to look at things in a different way. So that would this true. process also apply to folks who are in business, who are trying to make that connection? Like, where do I go next? How do I expand? Yes. The same thing with business. Yes, it, it will go the same way because a lot of times, you know, and I know even in the beginning of me, uh, I've been in business for a while. But as far as me coaching specifically for women in toxic relationships and doing it the way that I'm doing it, I've been doing that a little bit under two years, although mm -hmm. I've my niche has still been women in toxic relationships for a while now since 2013, but like mm -hmm. specifically coaching them. Mm -hmm. a little bit under two years, but it's like when you're out there in the online space and you're on social media and you get a lot of requests via your DM and uh, people are saying, well, you do it like this and you do it like that. This is probably why it's not happening. And this is the reason why it's not happening. And that's the reason why it's not happening. And you've got to be able to tune all of that out right. and sit in stillness and know what it is that's best for you. Because what might work best for you may not work best for me and vice versa. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. It's according to our wiring. Yep. And what happens is when it comes to business, if we're not partnering up with God, what ends up happening is we will start looking over on the right lanes and the left lanes. And instead of looking at our and comparing ourselves over in those left lanes from who we were two days ago, two years ago, five years ago, we're lining up other people and say, well, there's happened overnight. Mm -hmm. And so this should be happening for me. Overnight. But our journey mm -hmm. is specialized for us. Mm -hmm. And so like you said, when it comes to business, you can, you can easily end up spinning your wheels and not even discovering until you sit in that stillness, you know, and the self-awareness comes through. Sometimes we, we sabotage ourselves. We do what I call ASP, you know, and uh, 
It stands for avoidance, self-sabotage, and procrastination. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so what it happens is we'll start off procrastinating, and that could be either due to anxiety, to fear, to stress. And uh, we procrastinate sometimes even because of the fact that uh, we have perfectionism issues. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And limiting beliefs. That's the fifth one. So any of those reasons. So it starts off as procrastination and we put it off, put it off, put it off. And then the procrastination moves over into the area of avoidance. And then we've avoided so long that it has turned into self-sabotage because our goals, our um, behaviors and habits and everything are not lining up to that end result or goal. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is you made a wonderful reference to uh, technology and to social media. And I think one of the things that um, all of us have to realize is that nothing happens overnight. I mean, there, there is no such thing. You know, I've heard lots of women who are entrepreneurs and have been in business for a long time say, yeah, it took me 25 years to be an overnight sensation. You know, so right. it, it, just, right. it doesn't happen overnight. And to mm-hmm. your point, you know, everybody's journey is a little bit different. But I also liked the, the point that you made where we have to partner and we have to collaborate with like-minded individuals, because yes. at different stages in our journey, we need different people who can help us along the way. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, think that's-, that's a really valuable lesson um, that we've all probably had to learn in the in the last little while is to listen to what's actually happening around us and tap into the other folks who are in our network who can help. So that's really very valuable advice. I'd like to thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Now, one of the things that we do in the guest blog is we Mm -hmm. ask folks to give us three words of advice. And your three words are reveal, feel, and heal. Why are they important to you and your business, Katina? Okay, so they're important to me because what happens a lot of times, we like to do what I call a $5 fill up. You know how I love that saying. (laughs) Yes, we like to do a $5 fill up, you know. It, whether it comes to going to a therapist, going to coaching, we want to do a $5 fill up. And then we wonder why our soul is frozen and on empty. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So if I leave from here, if I leave from my house to go to the grocery store and there's a detour, because when you heal, you're uh, going under construction, right? So there's construction going on. But if I decide, no, you know, I feel entitled where I don't need to go through this. I'm going to find an alternate route but then the alternate route takes me back, brings me back here home. Right. Then I've not gone anywhere. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So when we do the $5 fill up, we have to keep going and keep putting $5 in and we're going to end up stopped somewhere. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And be stranded in our car. And it's the same thing with us is that uh, we have to go through under full construction to heal. So that's why reveal, feel, and heal is important because if we don't reveal, go back into the beginning once again, right? Revealing what's in our family's love story garden and whatever traumas and drama went on there, then what's going to end up happening is that it's going to come out another kind of way. Sure. You understand what I'm saying? Sure. Absolutely. And I love your reference to the $5 fill up. I mean, who doesn't at times feel like you need a quick fix? And that's a really wonderful reference. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Katina, for providing us with a little bit of insight and a little bit of soul search. It's really wonderful about your approach is that 
you, we, we're all going to be on the journey at different times and we all need to seek advice and help when we need it. And also perhaps be a little bit more uh, forgiving of ourselves and the journey that we take. So thank you so much for sharing some of your insight with us. It's been really wonderful. You're very welcome. And to you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduce you to the person behind the logo. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website at shareyourstories.online. Thanks again for joining us. And we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.